Another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? You can't find a show that's a better job covering social media except for Everybody is Awful, starring Jim Florentine, who will be the guest co-host on WATP this weekend. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? Guys, buckle in for the whirlwind of fun that the Jim Florentine episode is going to be. I'm excited about it. You say that sarcastically, it sounded like. (laughs) You're not a fan. He's a of... low energy, is all I'm saying. Oh, Jim's the best. And he's going to be in <laughs> studio with us. He's always fun. Now, some people are saying I won't read your super chats, but that is not true. Not only will I read your super chats, I'll get more excited than multimillionaire Opie when I see large dollar amounts. And remember, for everyone who donates $25 or more in a super chat, you get a personalized super chat jingle. We've added Doc Jones 73, Don Beer Beer, and Parks all have their own new customize jingles <laughs> and that's worth the price of admission folks pretty glad you showed up this week <laughs> pretty exciting I, I would have to say um now before we get into it, we have a lot uh mike and i just went through the rundown a lot of great stuff to talk about today social media does not slow down i can tell you that before we do that though what mike and i like to do we like to establish that the episode has started ease into it a little bit you can't just go right into, here's a clip, let's talk about it. You got a joke for this one? Do I? I don't know. Probably not. Whatever. Here's the next one. You don't want to do that because it can be kind of off-putting. Like, these guys are forcing this too much. This needs to feel more natural. And the way that you make a show feel more natural, and a lot of times this happens, you don't even realize it's happening, but the two co-hosts will have a little conversation back and forth. I refer to it as banter. I don't know if I've used that word before, but that's what I like to think of it as, is, is a yeah. banter. And it shows that the co-hosts are comfortable with each other, but they also get along and they're here to have a good time and get everybody on board. And maybe it's something you relate to. A lot of times when there's banter going on, you sit there in your car on your commute and you're at a red light and you're almost in the conversation with these people. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's a way of making you guys feel like you're not even listening to a podcast, but you're hanging with your pals, you know? Yes. And that's why (laughs) it makes the commute so much easier because I don't want to drive for 45 minutes Unless I can have a great conversation with a good friend of mine or two good friends of mine, Mike and Carl. And that's the best co-pilots you could have. Right. And that's what we bring. We're, we're more important than the airbag in your car. <laughs> that's what Mike and I bring to this show when we do this thing I'm introducing today for the first time as banter. It's a essential element to the podcast that we start off this way. And the way that we do it is so smooth and elegant, you can't even tell that we've entered into that phase of the episode because it's just, whoa, these guys are just talking. I don't know what's going on, but I love it. That's the feedback I get from people all the time. It'd be great if one week we could just do like an hour and 14 minutes of that, just like setting up a banter. I wonder wonder if I could. (laughs) (laughs) I might be able to. All right, let's get into it. But without further ado, so David Collins was a guest on WATP recently. 
Boy, don't I know it. I was introduced to uh, David through you and, and your show. I'd have no idea. How would I know that? <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> the Blind Mike Project is the show I'm referring to, of course. It's about time. And uh, E-Rock, our buddy Eric Nagel, did the David Collins show today. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. And you know what That's I found great. out? What's that? So David Collins, a man who I invited into my YouTube home to spend yeah. some time with me. Yeah. Disrespected me today. <gasps> he called my show Who Are the Podcasts? Yeah, he does that. I've noticed he does that a lot. <laughs> Is he yeah, doing that it's... on purpose? Is he fucking with me? What's going on? That's the great mystery of David Collins. You never quite know. He leaves enough breadcrumbs that make me think, yes, he does know. But then, like, through corresponding with him online, never just like off the podcast, I'm like, does he? Is this intentional or is he fucking with me or what's going on? I can't get a good back and forth with him. Like sometimes I'll, I'll say, hey, David, let's collaborate on something. And I'll get the same guy you get on air. Well, well collaboration is good for growth of podcasts. So like, <laughs> Just have a talk with me, David. <laughs> Could you imagine if when we talked offline, I was having conversations like our banter lead in? <laughs> I don't think we would talk anymore. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this guy. This is annoying. Well, my show prep is important for podcasts. I'm like, yeah, Carl, I know. I got it. Yeah. yeah so anyway, I still like David Collins, but stop disrespecting He's a the good program, egg. please, sir. Um, the other thing I want to tell you about is that after the show today, I will be doing another show. I'm doing a bonus crossover episode with Dick Masterson of uh, The Dick Show. Oh. And uh, I'm excited about that because... We're covering a podcast that I was looking at a couple of weeks ago called Swipe Fat. Oh, did we played a TikTok of theirs, didn't we? Uh, Maybe I, I just yes. turned it on WATP yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've been uh, pretty impressed with these obese women and what they're <laughs> able to, yeah. uh, to chat about. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Also, I found uh, a Rainbow Storytime video. Dick doesn't even know about this yet. That I'm going to spring on him and, and Sean. It's exciting. It's a, uh, the, so the rainbow story time is from the queer kid stuff program that we learned about on this show a week or two yeah. ago. And uh, the rainbow story time is where they read a picture book that's made for children. And the, uh, I haven't watched this video yet. Cause I just saw the name of the book and I went, yeah, it's good enough. The name of the book is Peyton's pronoun party. So I think that's going to be good. Um, <laughs> excuse me. How, when does Peyton get her genitals mutilated? <laughs> <laughs> Boobies gross. <laughs> Don't worry, Peyton. <laughs> so good insane. news. <laughs> so insane. We got some feedback on uh, <clears throat> that queer kid stuff. We'll talk about it in a yeah. little bit. But first, let's start off on YouTube and what better way to do that than with everyone's favorite jingle on this show? Who are these YouTube videos? Who are these YouTube videos? Now, I got this from Jervis Tetch, sent me a note, and he said, this is a guy to watch for WATS. Okay. And what this is, this is on YouTube, but technically it's putting together stuff that he does on TikTok. This guy... Likes to collect WWE action figures. And he gets very yeah. excited when a new one gets delivered. And he has this routine where he gets the action figure. 
He bounces himself off of his front door and then comes running into the kitchen, slamming down and showing Manny his Paulino? cool. He's showing you his really cool <laughs> new action figure. This is kind of a, a compilation of that. It's intense. Oh, yeah. That's Roddy Piper, obviously. <laughs> Very exciting. goes out for a while. Well, each one is so nuanced. One half of the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> it even has a DX head. It Alright, very exciting stuff. This guy's very excited. His name is Dimension7Yo on TikTok. He's made a name for himself. With these well, uh, videos. This is where I feel I should introduce a game. I'll need a better name for it. But for now, we could call it Retarded or Wannabe Influencer. Right. Like, is he mentally challenged or does he just want views? That's the thing that's always hard <laughs> to tell. And uh, I actually, I might have some clues coming up. But first, I want to show you that he also plays guitar. Okay, Which good. I get excited about. I was hoping so. You know, fellow uh, guitarist. It's Toe tapper, huh? It's a good isotopes cover. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe I'll learn that one. <laughs> Some innovative chord structure he's going with on that one. So there's this uh, YouTube channel called Kiwi Tapes. And so I was checking this out to get some more information about Dimension 7. Yo, because I'm watching this, I'm like, at a certain point, a woman shows up in the background around Christmas time and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how old this guy <laughs> is. He seems like he still lives with his parents. Sure, I would hope so, kind of. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on, so let's <laughs> see if uh, maybe we can get some insight here with this video. Tron Wellborn, also known as Dimension 7 Yo, is a 36-year-old TikTok content creator. Well <laughs> All right, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> oh, boy, okay. I was hoping late teens, early I, I 20s. thought this was a kid. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> well known for his absolutely insane toy reviews. After a long day of working at a Trader Joe's distribution center, Tron would come home to his girlfriend and make absolutely unhinged TikToks, displaying okay. his high-energy, erratic, possibly schizophrenic personality. Having zero regard for how loud he was or how eccentric he looked on camera, he would proudly display his new toys to the world much to the dismay of his apartment's next-door neighbors. 
The Flash. I got my new Nike clothes on. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. With the new shoes. All right, it's a little obnoxious. So uh, apparently he's a 36-year-old who has a full-time job and lives in an apartment building. So that's a little scary right there. Yeah, I th- the, the, that guy answered my question pretty quickly when he's like, he's a 37-year-old toy opener who works at a Trader Joe's. So I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> so what do you, so I don't what do you think, think it's that? a diabolical plan he's got. Okay, all right. <laughs> so we're on the same page that this this is uh, legit. This is yeah. the real Seems deal. Like all right. says no one tell mike he can't see i can't <laughs> will, oh shit i should have read that one will <laughs> daffodil to your box can you collab with did a breakdown <laughs> can what? you collab with queer kid stuff on zover i don't know can i i would what is Zover? I don't, what is that i don't know x over what is that i'm not familiar hmm explain sir Timothy McDonough with two dollars. F H R. Fuck human resources. Simon that might be Nackeride. <laughs> if it does, I disavow. <laughs> uh, it's definitely human resources. I'm, okay, good. I'm pretty sure on this one. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Simon. Three hundred forty-three. Doug from whose right is just another welder standing there holding their rod all day. Waiting for a spark of a good joke. How did, how did Doug slip into our jingles? That's a good Doesn't question. I'm, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> well, Doug from the jingles department listens to everything, so right. maybe that has something to do with it. But Simon343 with five bucks says, Super Chat World Order Skull. Sue, 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 Super Chat World Order. SWO. Very good. All right. Uh, of course, you've heard this one. Blind, 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 blind Mike World Order. B-M-W-O. You've gone mad with those. There's not a name I could mention that you don't have one of those for. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Lucy Tightbox? Lou, 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 Lucy Tightbox World Order. L-T-W-O. Hamburger with two bucks says, just here for the banter. Cut the other crap. No shit. We, we're That's doing this all wrong. I don't know why we ever thought we needed a show format or content bent is gonna creep all the way to the end i have a feeling <laughs> slow and steady Vinny's a fat wop with five bucks i'll do respect jenny jingles was looking hot as fuck the other day does she do anal i'll do respect i did Jesus. art i'll do respect in the shit up the man's now, wife <laughs> this is a, this is a reference to a couple things that john did this week he got joey c all upset with him for saying that he would do his wife and then when he was oh. out with the backyard boys last night he was asking the uh, the one female on the show if she does anal or not. Which he was asking uh, my friend, the army major, if if what would you find it insulting if I said I wanted to tap your wife? Oh, <laughs> so he had to like check with uh, Richard to see him. And Richard was like, "Yeah, obviously, <laughs> yeah, dude, come on." There's, there's other ways to say I find your wife attractive or well put That's together. That's how we do it in Long Island. I say I want to pork your wife. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Brooks coming with two bucks, Mike. Can you ask Carl what's next? Yeah, people miss that. Okay, what's, <laughs> what's next? All right, what's next, Carl? What are you Box doing? eating dad with two bucks coming in. 
Uh, need Mike on very good OnlyFans show again. OF very show. Good. I, I've been banned ever since uh, Mike Harris left Very Good Show. They won't have me back. So oh, is that true? It's, not, it, it's out of my hands, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Amy Lynn with five bucks. This guy makes pussy do the window shutdown noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I get it. She's using emoji, so you got to bear with me here as I, like, as I try I to decipher it, I yeah. uh, what is going on. Here comes the money. Here we go. Super Chat Jam Leader, Carl appreciates the support and wants to ask you to translate Husey's words into understandable English. Husey's out. This is ridiculous. Shady Lorder, $10. <laughs> Love the show, fellas. I'm trapped in a work call, so I won't be able to watch live. I just jumped in to support the show. Banter World Order BWO. Oh, my God. I don't have Banter World Order. Thank you. Good suggestion. By the way, how great is this guy, Jay Loiterer? Says, I'm not even watching. Here's 10 bucks. Amazing. That's tremendous. That's the best. Uh, that's all the fans we should have. That's people fantastic. that don't even bother watching so they don't criticize us and speaking, just send us money. Speaking of great fans, Drew P. Balls coming in with $10 super sticker. Shout out to Grace. Well done, Drew P. Balls. Although I think there's more than one Drew P. Balls, right? This is the one that's there P. Can't Balls be. is the <laughs> last be. name. And then, um, not to be outdone, Audiophile America with a 50 Dollar super sticker. Yay, super chats. That's awesome. Thank you, Audio Fire. Thank you very much. Very nice. Hey, hamburger, two bucks. What's the best place to get Arizona candy? That would be Doug from Who's Rights, Arizona Candy. We've been enjoying it over here. Koof, five bucks. Thank you all for not killing yourself. World order. T Y F N K Y S W O. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Koof. Thank you very much for that. I ha- I'm looking at the sticker right now that he gave me that says T-Y-F-N-K-Y-S. Um, and that was from our Philadelphia live show. That's very catchy. We should make shirts together. like that. Koof, thank <laughs> you for not killing yourself. Okay, we're on YouTube. And uh, I pulled together a couple of clips of this show because I was checking out queer kid stuff. And yeah. I should mention, some people were actually pretty offended by this. I Be- was surprised to hear that. Because I assume they have the same take as us on it. Yes, they do. They, they think that it's not good for children, um, that the whoever is involved here, parents, guardians, yeah. administrators, whatever, yeah. are all pushing this weird agenda on them. Yeah, that was pretty clear. <laughs> yeah. And I understand why people would be distraught by this. And I'm not going to make this the whole show topic ever again. Or we never did, but you know what I mean. Right, right, right. But um, I do find this fascinating. And uh, entertaining. This it's is going wild on. that it yeah. exists. P- the people that get offended by that, like, isn't it funny to just sit back and watch that it exists? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that th- there there are people. It, don't let it affect your family or loved ones or whatever is bothering you about it. But it's funny that it exists. As my buddy Adam Curry says over and over again, it's time to start homeschooling your kids. And he might be onto something with that. Yeah, maybe they're not being, people like me, but others. They're sure. being indoctrinated right here. So this is a fun one. It's a little bit of a different uh, show format here. I thought you guys would enjoy this. Hello. Today is an extra special day. I'm in charge oh, today. And I have a super, super special guest coming in. for. The- so it's just Teddy. And uh, on the chalkboard, it says, meet a queer kid. This is exciting. 
Hey kids, it's Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> for the first ever Meet a Queer Kid extra special episode of Queer Kid Stuff. I can't wait any longer. Hi Desmond. Hi. Everyone, this is oh, my no. new friend Desmond. Desmond is amazing. No, really, that's their real name. Hi. How you doing? Good. Do you have a good day today? I, I gotta say, I don't get the people that are offended by this, but Carl knew it, and he's a real cocksucker. Because he knew <laughs> if they were offended last week, boy, are they going to be outraged by this. This is incredible. <laughs> so you got this little kid comes on, and he's wearing mascara and eyeshadow. Sure. And uh, a flowery denim jacket thing. And so he's yeah, no, very, I pictured it all. Yeah, that, very excited I, I to meet uh, Teddy. He's, he's also bleach blonde. Very excited to meet uh, Teddy. Shakes Teddy's hand right away. Of and uh, the question is like, so what's your deal, Desmond? How do you identify? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. I am an LGBT activist slash advocate, a drag kid, um, um, a public figure, and I love your T-shirt. Thank you so much. It's a sweater, technically, but so public figure. He's a public figure, an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I have a couple of follow up questions. But do you know what any of that means? What are you talking about? What do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? I don't want to sound like fucking Sean Hannity, but like, where are the parents? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because he tells his backstory. I don't have the clip on this, but he's been. A drag kid since he was two, his mom was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and he put down his Thomas the Truck toy and pointed okay. at the TV and said, ah, I want to do that. That looks fun. Okay. He didn't think at all, like, well, yesterday he wanted to be a train. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, obviously not. Apparently that set him off. The other thing to point out here for people who are, are watching this and can see this kid I don't know what age you think he is. I don't know what age I thought he was. Just how awkward he is. I was thinking like six or seven. He's 11 years old. This is an 11-year-old. Oh. Hey, grass in the field, baby. Oh, That's what I God. said. <laughs> Please send the hate mail to Mike on this one. <laughs> Christ's sake. All right, so now uh, Teddy's going to say, wow, this, your makeup is fantastic. How do you do that? What's your favorite kind of makeup? Lipstick. Lipstick? I love your eyelashes also. Are those hard to put on? No, that's to a tool. A tool? Where you hold it and then you boop, and then boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah! Uh, amazing. Wow! Desmond, what is your favorite thing to wear as a drag kid? My favorite thing to wear as a drag kid is some platforms. Platforms? Platform what? Platform shoes! You can have platform shoes? Always, no matter what anyone says, I pay the haters no mind. Why are you telling us about your shoes? Obviously, they were asking where you tuck your penis. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy, don't act like you didn't know about platform shoes, all right? I'm not buying that for a second. So, this kid's doing all the the gay affectation and everything like that. He's putting his arms up. He's doing all the things. Like, this is all just him watching television, right? His... Mom I was putting him up to all of this. I would assume. Yeah, I would imagine so. It's all learned behavior. If, yeah. if you're if you're gay, that doesn't mean you're Paul Lind. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a little over the top. <laughs> yeah. Plus, when you're 11, I don't know if you're gay, but okay, maybe maybe people right. know at that age. Who knows? He's knocking blocks around. He's kind of being a spaz a little bit. His name is Desmond. Is amazing. And uh, at the end, 
Teddy lets Desmond give his plugs out, which is great. Thank you so much for being on Queer Kid Stuff. Desmond is amazing. You're welcome. Woohoo! Thank you for watching Queer Kid Stuff. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And subscribe to me on Desmond is Amazing. And subscribe to Desmond is Amazing. So I looked this up. Desmond is Amazing. This is a video from five years ago. And uh, Desmond is Amazing has 145,000 followers on Instagram. Good for Desmond. <laughs> Desmond is amazing. That's killing it. <laughs> Congratulations, Desmond. I will admit that I'm and I'm not proud of this, but if that kid said go to blindmike.net at the end of that, I'd have a whole different view on this oh. channel. I'd be like, oh, they're killing it. Good for <laughs> for <them."> sure. <laughs> so I thought that was quite disturbing and weird. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I didn't grow up with like in this world, so this is all new to me. This is five years ago? That seems a little early for this level of yeah. indoctrinate. Maybe I'm just forgetting, but <laughs> no, I don't think so. This is <laughs> this is pre-pandemic. I thought everyone went crazy in 2020. I didn't yeah, realize that. That's when we started fucking <laughs> yeah. tucking our penises away. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I thought too. Because I was wrong. All right. Uh Andrew Blakemore sent this one in. Who are these And this is a subreddit called Unexpected. And the name of this video is How to Impress a Girl. Now, what you're looking at here is there's a guy and a girl. They both look like they're into kind of like death metal or something like that, uh, sitting next to each other. There's a guy who's interviewing them. And the the guy who's being interviewed next to the girl has half of his face painted like a skeleton or like a skull. Sure. Okay. I assume it's paint. I assume it's not a tattoo, although it very well could be tattoos i don't know but uh this is this is a fun story about how uh, these two lovebirds met all right and i was like living like i'd live in this parking garage and shit and then i'd always be like hey you want to like come to the gbh concert and she's like uh yeah that'd be cool and then we started like hanging out and it blossomed okay so that's it sounds like it was a love of music, of the same kind of music. What kind of music do you guys listen to? What, what What's like your, your little vibe on that? It's like a mix. So, I mean, I think more than anything, we just like to go into like concerts where we can just like jump around and act like fools and not be judged for it. Okay. Um, so, my genre of music. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is, so the first time yeah, we actually went on a road trip, just me and him, uh, we did the drive to New York just in his car. And um, I guess you could say he was still trying to impress me at the stage. So. He goes, let's stop at Buffalo Wild Wings real quick. And he's like... Impressive. Buffalo Whoa. Wild Wings. No, the story. You really wanted no, to go to Hooters. The story. Dude, let them tell their story, all right? I mean, this is going somewhere. <laughs> I got to say... He's doing the same thing I'm doing watching it. Right. He's like, oh. Yeah. So hold on a second. We're going somewhere with this. <laughs> the story gets impressive okay. for him. So we didn't go here to eat. We went here because he wanted to get a side of the, the what is it, the blazing sauce, whatever the hottest sauce okay. they make. So he gets the sauce, we go out to the car, pulls down his pants and wipes his bare asshole with this hot sauce. Mind you, we have a 15 hour drive to New York ahead of us. Um, and nowhere to stop and shower. <laughs> what the f- Why? Well, that's what makes it crazy. I, I, I don't know, I just thought it'd be fun to impress him. That would impress him? Yeah. So was he right? Like, yeah, I'm saying. Um, I mean, it was interesting and I was- <laughs> You liked it. This is 
What's it? You know, I was just getting. I got off the phone with Justin Trudeau before this show, and I said, "Before we go to Delaware, for the love of God, don't wipe hot sauce in your asshole again." Yeah, I mean, I know you like to do it before long car. It's not a comfortable way to travel, in my opinion. I like that the car ride angle is what they like, and this guy had to sit in the car for hours after that. Well, but she said he couldn't shower for fifteen hours. I mean, if I'm wiping super hot hot sauce up my asshole. I'm going to want to shower pretty immediately, I would think. What a watch my dive that is. Just, yeah, hey, look no at this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could go one of two ways. He obviously found the right chick because another girl might go, you know what? I don't even like this band. Can we not go to this show? I'm, I'm out. Or is this a numbers game situation where mm. he's stuck hot sauce up his asshole in front of 10,000 women and he finally got one to bite? Yes, very possible. Did you notice <laughs> in the beginning there? That he mentioned he was living in a. And I was um, like, living like I live in this parking garage, and he was living in a parking garage. Oh, yeah. you're homeless, but yeah, you weren't living like in a, a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, his rent was like ten dollars a day maximum, so not bad. <laughs> Doesn't seem right. He's right. an impressive guy. <laughs> it really is. Let's head over to Twitter real quick. Look at this tweet now. All right. Skip Bayless. If you don't know who that is, he's one of these um, sportscaster personalities. Yeah. He doesn't just tell you his thoughts on things. He really sells it. Yeah. So, like, we're in a weird place in sports journalism. where, And I always think of Barstool, selfishly, because that's uh, where I started out as an intern. Sure. But, like... They, when I was there, they would get shit on constantly. Like, if they would try and report a story or be a games, whatever, like, journalists would shit on them. Like, Jared Carabas, who seriously covers baseball, would get shit on by other baseball writers because they would not take him seriously. Mm -hmm. But now, like, the way the media landscape is, is that's flipped, where all these guys are trying to be barstool, essentially. So now you have guys like Skip Bayless, who thought of himself as kind of like a highbrow sports commentator, trying to do what like Dan Katz does on Twitter and it's very cringeworthy. Yeah, this is brutal. And yeah, it, it's like with Pat McAfee going over to ESPN and right. you see those cultures colliding now because yeah, <laughs> forever they were above out. it until financially they couldn't be anymore. Right. Like oh, we have to be entertaining as well. We can't just show WNBA highlights all right. day and people are going to tune in. Okay. So this is Skip. He's, he's got a whole routine he's going to go through. What we're looking at here is his kitchen, although I would hope not, but maybe. <laughs> so he's going to come into his kitchen with a uh, pile of clothes in his hand. He's walking with purpose, throws the clothes out of the chair, and now each article he's showing us that has a Dallas Cowboys logo and in the garbage. Next piece. Oh, I see a Cowboys logo. And, oh, the lid closed. I opened that up. And in the garbage. And now he's going to pull out a jersey. And that's a, a Cowboys jersey. And the lid closed again. And, and in the garbage. And now he's going to pull out another jersey. And it's another Cowboys jersey. Am I doing a good job oh, of no. explaining this? And opens the lid again and keeps closing in the garbage. And now, what else do you got here? Oh, it's, it's another jersey. It's a Cowboys jersey. CD Lamb. Yeah, we see it. He keeps showing us both sides like we're not going to be. Oh, is, that, is that the Redskins? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now he's got a hat. 
Oh, and he shows us the logo. It's, it's the Cowboys. Open the lid again. And now he's wearing a hat as well. Oh, take that hat off. So forced. It's so stupid. Like, Skip Bales is an actual Cowboys fan. <laughs> I, I know. None of these guys actually give a shit. But this is what's so annoying about this is, hey, Skip, we get it. We got right. it. Right. Yeah, you're a big fan. And that's what's sad is like Skip Bells is making five million dollars a year and now he's forced to pretend he's Jersey Jerry or Frank the Tank. It's it's so crazy to watch these guys who look down at that forever. He can't do it though, either, because the way that comedy works is you gotta build to the punchline. And so maybe if he showed like he had a big pile of clothes, he had all this cowboy stuff, and then it ended with him throwing a match on it and burning it all up or something yeah. like that. Like you got to like build to this. Oh my gosh, I'm sick of my team. They lost in the playoffs, but doing it over and over again, it's kind of like doing a stand-up set where you just repeat the bong hit transplant joke five times in a <laughs> row. It's like, yeah, no, no, I get it. You're going to keep it's, doing this. It's so crazy. Like, these guys are such like high minded journalists. And now, like when, you, if you watch a genuine fan freak out after a loss, like Carl, when he had his, uh, you know, if he if he watches the game with his Bills jammies on and they lose, that could be a lot of fun. Sure. <laughs> but when you watch <laughs> these guys that are forcing it and don't actually give a fuck, yeah. it's like, what are you doing, oh, Skip? It's there just was embarrassing. A, there was a video I saw. Uh, it was this season. The Bills lost that game. It might have been the Cowboys game where they had 12 men on the field or whatever. And uh, the Bills, you know, Bills fan in his living room. He's got friends over. They're all there watching the game. He gets up and punches his TV off the wall. That's fun. That's funny. I get that. (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense to me. Skip Bale is throwing out the props that he put for that video. (laughs) Doesn't quite do it for you. It's so stupid. Uh, real quick, we got some super chats coming in. General GK coming in with two dollars. Carl, why no WATP Worst of the Year special 2023? I know I should have done that. We never got it scheduled. It was a busy month, December, and I never did get that schedule. I got to coordinate a lot of schedule or uh, calendars for that. So maybe next year. Vinny's a fat wop, two bucks. 100 serious when I said Jenny looked fire. All due respect. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, and so does Jenny who's a big fan of the show, so she'll hear that. Tommy Ooh. Salami with five bucks says, so how do we get Stuttering John and Maddox on a podcast together? Maddox said he would be up to do a show with Stuttering John during his live stream Q&A. Yes, I heard that. I played it on the show. Um, yeah. That would be amazing because Maddox is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know who Stuttering John is. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Obviously not. Yeah, I I only know Maddox through you, but okay. like the more I've heard about him, I realize what a integral part of the Lolcow community is. Yes, that would be if John like collided with another superpower. That would be fascinating to watch because it would self destruct immediately. Oh yeah, it would be amazing, and because Maddox is naive to what's going on, it would be more interesting. Like these guys, like Stevie Lou and Joey C, and these different guys who get involved with John. They have an agenda. They know what they're doing. Sure. They understand it. But I think Maddox and Stuttering John, neither of them really know each other or what they're up to. I'm sure John doesn't know about Maddox trying to sue all of his former friends for $400 million. So I think that could be a fun collaboration if they wanted to do that. Tom Myers. Let's see if we can get Tom Myers on John's show. That seems like Ooh. a more realistic goal. I think Tom – well, Tom's in on it because Uncle Rico, a long time ago, had Tom Myers oh, on. Oh, damn. You're yeah, right. Had him on Foiled. the panel to goof on John. And I still I still will not let Shuey live that one down. 
Like, never <laughs> once did Howard Stern bring a whack packer and, like, Jeff the Drunk and say, hey, you want to sit in on the news and crack wise while we go off? <laughs> Robin goes to the news stories. Like, that's not what you do with whack packers. At the very least, surely didn't pretend he was funny, did he? I think that they all uh, laughed along uh, with each other. What are you doing? Yeah, because I remember <laughs> for a while there, Tom felt like he was one of the guys, and he was messaging me like, oh, I sit on these shows too, Carl. I'm also a part of this cool kid club. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're not in the cool kid club just yet, buddy. <laughs> you have to get approval from uh, Blind Mike Geary for that. Michael C., two bucks. Hey, Carl, can you speak in Braille? High dot, mid dot, two low dots, mid dot, mid dot, two low dots. Hold on. High dot, mid dot. Uh, I guess it wasn't as funny. Two low dots was. isn't a letter. Just so you know. <laughs> All right. So I guess I can't. <laughs> I was trying out my best material, too. I was hoping to crack him up with that one. All right. We, let's get over to TikTok, see what's going on in the world of TikTok. TikTok's a psyop by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people, too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we stalk and know. Oh, 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 oh. TikTok fucking blows. This one comes in from Jeff Pest, and he says, The comments on this TikTok reveal the target audience of Julia Fox's book. Now, as you guys so know, us. as you know, <laughs> as you guys know, Mike and I have been reviewing Julia Fox's autobiography, and we've been curious as to who would want to read this or listen to it, because so far, what are we, 45 minutes into it, and it's impossible to to listen to it's and and we haven't gotten past age 11 we think right we're not yes. quite sure but yeah yeah it's definitely grammar school whatever is going on <laughs> yeah so th- what you're going to see here is here's this middle-aged woman she's going about her day she's running her routines around the house but listening to the audio version of julia fox's book and reacting to all the crazy stories that are... Did Simon and Schuster take this down, you Yeah, right? I know, no, because this is a fucking advertisement, so definitely not. Did I seriously just wait 16 hours to get slapped in the face in front of the dead Pope? I didn't even get to have a moment with him. I walk them out and then get on my hands and knees and scour the carpet for cocaine residue, mistakenly rubbing cigarette ashes on my gums. So the woman, after she says she mistakenly rubs tobacco ashes on her gums... The woman yeah. like makes the puke face. Like, whoa, whoa, this is outrageous. <laughs> she's really selling it there. He's into this book. Oh, yeah, she's into it. I come to in an ambulance with vomit all around me. Even the paramedics are covered in vomit. On a routine visit to the probation office, I scan my hand and get an unexpected notification that I've been randomly selected for a drug test. Luckily, <gasps> my dad gave me his pee, which I had warmed up in the microwave before biking over, so I'm not worried. I ordered 200 hissing cockroaches from Madagascar and convinced my old friend Serena to release them in the club in exchange for a hundred bucks. Yeah, you're you're missing how this woman's really (laughs) selling it. Right now, she's putting laundry into the dryer and making faces like, what? Julia Fox, you'd be crazy, yo. (laughs) Julia, you did not. (laughs) (laughs) Say it ain't so, girl. (laughs) I sit down and feel something hard stab me in the butt. I push the blanket over to reveal a 9mm Glock. I pick it up and examine it. We fight like hell, and we're not above throwing a few punches, but we always hug it out. And strangely, it only reinforces our bond. I pop a piece of bubble gum in my mouth and bite down on it. 
To my absolute horror, I feel a piece of my back molar crack off into my mouth. I pretend nothing happened and carry on with the shoot, swallowing the tooth. Oh, then she just fainted when she said she swallowed her tooth. The woman goes, no, no, and then faints. You know, we've been asking ourselves a lot of who would buy Julia Fox's book. But a much better question has presented itself. Who would watch someone reacting to the audio of Julia Fox's book? And I don't mean the way we do it, obviously. We're very entertaining about it. I'm saying listen to the audio of Julia Fox's book and watch someone go, what the? (laughs) Well, this is what's crazy about it is there are 2,940 comments under this video. (laughs) Yeah, there's almost 3,000 comments. Are they telling this woman to get a life? Or what's right, let's, the tone? <laughs> let's read these. So Liz Mancini says, she has lived a life. <laughs> and then uh, Daffodil Elizabeth says, guess I'm reading Julia Fox's memoir. What? She's selling the, the, these people. Kim says, I never would have imagined I would want to read Julia Fox's memoir until this moment. What about that made you want to read it? <laughs> Lizzie says, at one point she was like, then at the end of eighth grade, and I was like, girl, all of this before high school? I will admit that I'm a little intrigued for when we get to that part of the book in eight hours of listening time. Like yeah, that, I know. that could be a fun chapter. I'm looking forward to it too. Ash says, <laughs> just casual Aquarius activities, to be honest. Oh, Ash. That's what I don't understand is imagine scrolling through TikTok and you're like, well, if this woman couldn't get through her laundry, then it must be (laughs) fascinating. (laughs) Miranda says she's so casually unhinged. I love it. Dude, this is, by the way, this site is a psyop. Just so you guys know, there's nothing (laughs) real or organic about TikTok. The Chinese are taking over. You don't think in 1968, someone like Julia Fox would have had comments like this (laughs) on her book? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Okay. Real quick, I want to tell you about what Balin is up to. She's trying new things. I fucked your mom. You're done. You're done. Uppercut. Chicken and crackers. Wind it up. I'm going to need you to put the ranch down. That's right. Balin Dupree, our favorite Tix girl, who is taking over TikTok and the world, for that matter, it's has true. decided to put out a ASMR video. Really? Are well, I guess that, in a way, that was the logical this? next step. Is yeah. it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check it out and see what you think here. Fat ass. There we go. Okay. There she is. <laughs> For a while, think, she's being too calm. I don't think she gets the point of ASMR. <laughs> now she's flicking us up. <laughs> Wiping your face is not that noisy. You're done. All right, You're sorry. Done. You're right. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Very few ticks in this video. She seems to be very focused on I'll, what she's I'll doing. I'll ask around to people that are uh, into ASMR, but this seems like a very sloppy... This is not a good ASMR, so, I don't think. So, here's my take. I think this is a miss. But, also, as an artist, she's allowed to go through her tin machine phase. 
I'm sure. okay with that. You know, she's got to grow true. and evolve. And, and, and you know what? Maybe this is hack, like it would, true ASMR. Like people that actually jerk off to this stuff mm-hmm. will tell me that I'm kind of a hack in this regard. But I imagine ASMR, like, put the wrench down. Tippy, 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 oh. Tap, tap that rotisserie. Oh, you slow down. Say that again. Tap <laughs> Let me close my eyes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you might you, be onto something. Fuck it. I, I like that in your mind, the people who jerk off to ASMR are going to set you straight. Hey, listen, I, I listen, think they're going to yeah. yeah. be like, listen, prick. <laughs> Get you me on the show. I'll talk all about how I jerk off to you ASMR. Just, you just like pop music and <laughs> network television, you know? <laughs> all right. So we just celebrated MLK. I had a big celebration over here at my house, like we do every year. <laughs> sure. Well, we, we were watching the Bills game, but that's uh, beside the point. So yeah, with blackface on, I saw the videos. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Listen, I was dressed up as my favorite player. <laughs> so uh, obviously, woke dad Daniel Alexander, he's going to have something to say about MLK. Naturally, of course. And I think all of us probably went to his TikTok and said, "All right, I don't know how to celebrate today." What's what the best way to celebrate? And we look to him to guide. Today's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I could come up with some great content, some great informative stuff. But I think I'm going to do today what I believe oh. other. He thinks he comes up with great content, great informative content. Well, better than that is like I could come up with great informative content, but I'm not going to actually. <laughs> that, that's an insane statement right there. This is the guy who comes down and goes. Today at work, this woman, she was being a bigot, and I told her she's a bigot, and then she goes, oh, you're right. <laughs> so I, I fixed another one. Like, what? Well, he he's agreeing with you. He's saying, why start today? You know? <laughs> okay, yeah, there you I, go. I, one of these days. <laughs> I think I'm going to do today what I believe other creators possibly should do, especially other creators that look like me or in the same position. Today, I am going to spend my time, my effort, amplifying the voices of others. What do I mean by that? I'm going to search specifically for black creators on this app. We know what you mean by that. Amplifying the voices <laughs> of others. And you guys are probably thinking, what the heck is this guy talking about? No, no, no. I'm following along perfectly, sir. It's virtue signaling. I get it. Can I, if you just type black into TikTok, what comes up? <laughs> Good point. Yes. Could you give us a little more direction? <laughs> Especially those who educate others. There is a lot of systemic racism in our country still today and in our world still today. And the way that we get past it is through education, through educating others. But I'm not the person to do it. I'm going to go find black creators. The way, that we, the way that we change the minds is through education camps or actually re-education camps. So what we need to do is we need to send all these people to be re-educated in the way that we're supposed to think. Particularly one race, if we could round yes, them all up. Right. <laughs> they seem to be the problem. Am I right, people? It's unbelievable. But he thinks he's like, the, the virtue signaling here is impressive almost. Because he almost acts like we don't see through it. He has like right. to be like, oh, I'm glad that this is his take today. I would, I would hate to see him act like he knows anything about Martin Luther King Jr. That's not his place. If he take, he wants us to take it at surface level where we go. Wow, he's really progressive because he's saying we shouldn't listen to him. Yes. But what he's saying at his core is like, 
aren't I pretty great, guys? Yeah. Like you kind of you kind of should listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is over the top virtue <laughs> signaling. I'm gonna do whatever I can to amplify their voices. I'm gonna like, share, follow, copy, paste, whatever I can do, comment, give them Just all the love. Just as Martin Luther King dreamed. I, yes. <laughs> he he had a dream that I would comment on a TikTok of a black man. <laughs> it's gonna help the algorithm. I, can I dreamed today that you loaded me to your Instagram stories. <laughs> voice who deserves to be amplified then i've done my job today i don't know if you're willing to stand with me on this but i think that's the right thing to do hopefully together we can make a difference in this world oh i hate his acting at the end there <sighs> i had a dream that my children would be, would be judged not on the color of their skin but the content of their algorithm <laughs> I had a dream that children would be judged based on what type of genitalia they put into their mouth. <laughs> what type of genitalia they turn their genitalia into. That's my dream. This guy, the, the very end there, his acting, he's like, I don't know. Am I doing the right thing, guys? He looks around and like, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Such a douche. And we all see through the it. O- the other thing these people forget, or maybe they don't, but like they're talking to... Exclusively, people that agree with them already. Yes, preaching to <laughs> the like, choir. Hey, educate yourselves. It's like, well, why? They all think exactly like you do. I know, I know, and that's even a fucking bullshit thing to say. Educate yourself, as if there's only one way to think. As soon as right. you get educated, then you'll know what the deal is. Okay, sounds good. Carl's just scrolling through TikTok. He's like, "Hey, Jen, get in there. Blacks are just like us." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Get in here. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, have you hugged your favorite person of color today, Mike? Not yet. Well, there's still time. <laughs> okay, good. All right, this is another video from this asshole. I have been in this space for over three years now. And in that three-year period, I've used my platform to uplift others, to help to save others, to spread appropriate information, to educate others. Spread appropriate information. That word yeah. jumped right out at me. He's spreading appropriate information and educating others. What do you think yeah, he means yeah. by that, Mike? Uh, well, for example, Donald Trump leading the polls, I think, would be inappropriate information. Don't probably. spread that information. Yes, he's <laughs> no wildly popular that. and ran away with it in Iowa. Let's not spread that. Very inappropriate information. Okay. We're going to find out what he means by appropriate information. Let's keep going here. Help people in need to advocate for human rights, to help people in marginalized communities. Oh, shut the fuck up. You sell coffee from a truck and you go on TikTok and pat yourself on the back all day. You're not saving the world, asshole. I also like that there's like still slavery on the planet and of like course. human trafficking and yes. all that shit. And but yet by human rights, what he means is like, I kind of want my kid to say that they're a they instead of a he or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's the thing that people forget is that <laughs> there's real problems in this world still. Human rights. Yeah. I've used it to help pass legislation with all of your help. A few things I've never done is I've never lied. I've never done anything inappropriate. I assume that's a lie. I've never tried to scam anybody out of anything. I've never done anything inappropriate. <laughs> I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> He's perfect in every single way, Mike. He's the martyr that we do, we don't deserve, but we need. He's Jesus. Yeah, he pretty much is basically what's happening here. I uh, turned water into wine at that wedding that was boring. I taught a man to fish <laughs> rather than gave him a fish. I've done a lot of things in my life. Oh, this cross behind me here? No, that's where I, I, I hang there at night. 
For some reason, over the last few days, a handful of videos from 2020 got taken down for violations. And my it's really God. taken the wind out of my sails. It's affected the type of content that I want to share. Now, is it going to stop me from sharing? No, it isn't, because the work that I do is good work, and it helps people, and that's what I want to do. That's who I want to be in this world. But for the life of me, what the holy heck is going on? Whoa, that's some tough talk, Daniel. Jesus. So he had some of his videos taken out. He was censored. Okay, yeah. something that is happening on social media platforms every fucking day to a lot of people. But you notice yeah. he said, I'm putting out the appropriate information. I'm a good little liberal who follows yeah. all the orders and I obey. I don't know why I'm getting censored. Censorship is for the bad guys who want free speech. I tell you everything I'm supposed to tell you every day. Why am I getting censored? It's so weird. It's almost like they came for everyone else and I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess he never thought about the long-term ramifications of encouraging prepubescent children to transition. You know, that, that might be something that could be bad. But no, he's perfect in every single way. And he I, can't believe that he was... I do I do love his phrasing, though. Because just imagine... Like, this is how pussified just men are now. Because, like, yeah. imagine your dad when you were a kid. Like, if you come home and your dad's huddled over on the couch with his head in his hands. And you're like, Mom, what's wrong with Pop? And she's like, oh, the wind was taken out of his sails. He had a few TikToks taken down. <laughs> so, well, aren't those the videos that no one will ever see because it's not in the algorithm anymore? And it's, it's years old. That's not the point. That's, that, that's right, son. <laughs> or daughter, whatever. That's, that's, yeah. that's right, Carla. Not the point, though. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's check in on the viewers real quick. Yay, Super Chats. Turbo7049 says, beyond average Mick World Order... Bam! Wow. <laughs> good to have the uh, uh, what was it? I heard a n- good nickname from Mick, but I can't remember what it was. But yes, my the only person I follow on Twitter now is uh, Beyond Average Mick. Nice, he's a good follow. All right, well, we'll have to get that produced for you, Dan. Five <laughs> bucks. No, this is off topic, but what does shitwear mean? I get Lady K with your glistening frosted tips, but shitwear, Dan? What the fuck? You the get- only thing he's ever done on the Stern Show. You get Lady K. Anyway, um, no. So uh, one of the first things that uh, Shuli ever did as an employee at Howard 101 News was the Craptacular. The Craptacular was an event where there were two whackpackers who were eating and shitting for a 24-hour period, and they had bets on whose shit would weigh the most at the end of the 24 hours. High Pitch Eric, I believe, uh, won that contest. Shuli was involved in the Craptacular. The way John talks about that, like, if John was still on the Stern Show and Howard asked him to do that, do you think he'd say no? Well, the crazy part is, is that Shuli and the gang found an old video where Howard stepped in uh, dog shit with his boots and gave them to John to to clean on the air. And John (laughs) took them, the cameras were following him, the e-cameras following him to the bathroom to clean the shit off of Howard's boots. And John acts like he's had such a better job than Shuli did. Yeah, but to be fair, I bet if you ask John, he has a reason that that's different when he did it. Of course, yeah, of course it yeah. was. Yes. <laughs> so let's be fair about it. Uh, Havanovich with $20. Thank you very much. It says, hey, Carl, could you please pause play videos on YouTube and most sites with the space bar and scrub back with the arrow keys? I noticed while watching the show on mushrooms and now bugs me. Learn to use a computer, you boomer. Interesting. So what's happening? So I use my cursor 
Yeah. To go in and find out where I'm going to be on the video and click into it. And I also use it to pause it and stuff like that because I have my finger on my trackpad the entire show. Now, Hanovich, I'm not saying you're wrong. You could be onto something. I should be using my keyboard maybe. But I've actually yelled at people who click their mouse or type on their keyboard during the show because I find that super annoying. When you hear the click, wow. click, 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 I don't do that. That's why I have the trackpad. That's why you don't hear me pounding on my keys over here. The duality of man. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot How to unpack. different we can be. <laughs> a lot to unpack. Audiophile America, another five bucks. So kind of woke dead to use his huge platforms to promote this unknown king fellow. I know. It's so fucking <laughs> transparent. That's it's so point. ridiculous to be like, do you guys know today is a, a day dedicated to Martin Luther King Jr.? Yes. It's been that I'm way sorry. my entire life. I'm sorry, Martin Luther? What is he? He's the king of what? <laughs> I'm not familiar. I know senior, but what, what did junior do? Anything, anything impressive? All right, Mike sent this one to me of Woke Dad. He just wrote, this one's puzzling. And I, yeah, I got to agree. Right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, this one's a weird one. So apparently everyone thinks I'm a lesbian. So I'm going to give you a few facts about me, and I'd like what? to know what your opinion is. Fact number one, I drive a Subaru. Fact number two. Um, how about this fact? You have a dick and balls. All right, you're not a lesbian. Yeah, Case what closed. Is this and he seems. I guess he's like excited, like, "Oh, that'd be great." I, yes. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to be. So he's an ally. He yeah. wants to be so badly part of the LGBTQI community, which we're going to get to in just a second here. I own a mobile coffee shop. Fact number three. I am a fierce advocate for the LGBTQI community. I. Do you know what I stands for? I don't usually hear that one in the alphabet. I. In. In utero. Independent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's intersex. Oh, I did know that. Yes. Let I've me read you because I had to look this up. I'm like, what? I, I hear LGBTQ plus a lot. I know the plus stands for a lot of these letters, but I never sure. heard someone say I like he just did. So I yeah. looked this up. Intersex. People who are intersex have genitals, chromosomes, or reproductive organs that don't fit into a male or female sex binary. Their genitals might not match their reproductive organs, or they may have traits of both. Being intersex may be evident at birth, childhood, later in adulthood, or never. Now, I read through that multiple times, including just now, and I still okay. don't know what it means. Okay, good, because I was like, I, I don't know. So if your reproductive organs don't match your... So if you got a cock and a uterus, balls? is yeah. that what intersex is? Is that a thing that happens a lot? What percent of the population is that? But also, wouldn't I guess, trans people, maybe? A lot of these, I gotta say, a lot of these feel like the same, you know, different branding okay. on the same flavor. All right, well, good point, because <laughs> listen to what he says next out here. Fact number four. I am a fierce advocate for the transgender community. What do you think the T is in the alphabet thing you just said a second ago? That's not another thing. That's the same thing. Also, got to go back to his original point. Classic lesbian. Always, <laughs> yeah, right. always defending those trans people. Oh, that's a good like, point. Th this is where a guy like this is interesting. He starts off with, I drive a Subaro. You know, you yeah. know the, the rug muncher car. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> a, a stereotypical thing that maybe lesbians would take offense to. Like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, aren't you stereotyped? A thing you shouldn't do? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. inappropriate information? <laughs> yeah, good point. But you also, and I don't want to get political out here, but you also make a good point that, 
people act like uh, LGBT are all the same, and they're not. And there's a lot of lesbians who aren't fans of trans people, uh, trans women saying that they're women. They go, no, 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 no. I mean, do you see this come up? Yeah, turfs they're called, right. You see this come up all the time. Uh, because they're feminists and they don't think that guys can transition to become women. Anyway, whatever. It's not for me to say. I don't give a fuck. Live your life. Do what you want to do. I'm not thinking of stand on this, but this guy's an idiot is my point. <laughs> well, like, we get out of that I want to find out if he's a lesbian. Let me get out of that one smoothly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do a better job of getting into banter. Anyway. Fact number five. I have a domestic partner. Not a wife, but a domestic partner. Fact number six. I fully believe in pet rescue. Like, we have two dogs and three cats, and the three cats we found in our shed. So I can tell you this, um, having dated women and knowing women all my life, only the lesbians care about animals. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> this. What the fuck are you talking about? Is he saying that it's a complex issue, or is he saying he is a lesbian? Because it seems well, like that, that's right, what he's angling right, towards. Let's figure it out. Here we go. <laughs> so you don't get more rescued than that, right? So what do you think? Do I qualify as an honorary lesbian? Please? Ugh. See? Oh. <laughs> he wants so badly to have a label on him so they could be one of the... Pretty please, guys? Can I be a lesbian? <laughs> no! What do you mean? <laughs> It's so annoying. All right. Uh, anyway, yes, the answer is no. You're not a lesbian, and some of those examples have nothing to do with lesbians at all. I don't know why you included them in there. If I was a lesbian, I'd be offended. One person who will not offend anyone ever is Joe Matarese. Now, Joe Matarese Damn is straight. supposedly a comic. Yes. There's zero evidence of this. Very Italian, very family friendly. I see zero evidence. This man's a comic based on his TikTok. We've checked out his podcast, which isn't great. Sure. But the TikTok might be even worse. It's tough because it's a world where at least like podcasting, he started with like Artie Lang, so he kind of had a feel for it. this. Is him, like TikTok is him trying to adapt to a world he has zero understanding of. Right. It's very Opie esque, actually, yeah, yeah. now that I think about it. I got a quick idea, everybody. See if you're on board with this one. I'm here in Hartford, Connecticut. Just ate my free breakfast in the hotel. Is he in a library? Fucking speak up. You're recording audio right now, dummy. <laughs> Should I be reading this along so you can understand, or can you hear what he's saying? I can hear what he said. Okay. Try to pass this nationwide. If we can get this done, it would really help us all. Free breakfasts in hotels need to be open till at least 11 a.m. This <laughs> 6 to 9, 6 to 10, 6 to 9.30, it's just not working, guys. 11 a.m., all right? You drink it on Friday night, now you gotta set an alarm to eat breakfast? I'm going back to bed. Go birds. I have not Ooh. heard a take that hot. I'm sweating from Joe's hot I takes. know, that's a hot take, <laughs> but I, I mean... I don't know if you've heard this take, but some people think you should be able to get an Egg McMuffin after 10.30. Oh, man. I mean, no. And what's the deal with checkout times? That's I, I, right. <laughs> How much time do you need? All right. Why are these maids always knocking? He's not just unfunny and unoriginal. He's also a bore. The way he delivered that, I'm like, what? I don't care what he's talking about. I don't give a fuck. 
Joe's the one guy, though, the one uh, lol cow or whatever you want to call him that I like. I feel bad for it in a sense because he he hears the criticisms and tries to adapt to them in a way, That's but they worse. never stick. That's even worse then because <laughs> he should never have made that video. He's like, "Are you with me, guys? We go out Friday night and drink, right, guys? And you want to get up? Have you ever? All right, this is a dumb take too, but th- this whole fucking thing was just like breakfast should be available until eleven at hotels." I'm sure you've gotten free breakfast at hotels before. Sure. After 9.30, it looks like shit. You want nothing to do. Point. You might grab something that's pre-wrapped, a granola bar, and fucking head back to the room or something because it's a disaster. So this idea that, yeah, well, let's have that open all fucking day. No, thank you. I'm good. I'll Sounds go pay for to me like Mr. Matteris has sparked some debate. <laughs> yeah, right. He'll be watching He's got this you fired up. He acts like this isn't a good topic, but look at this guy. He's all in on it. You son of a... You right into his web. I did. Damn it. He got me with that. But th- that, this is what I love about Joe is like, he's on a platform where... And I, I've watched enough Matteris to have a pretty good grasp on how he thinks. He thinks this is appealing to the kids. Like right. kids are gonna be like, I mean, and by kids, I mean people in their twenties, I guess. Sure. But they're gonna be like, Joe, what are you talking about? No, it's t- well, the, the, the food's not good at that time. Or yeah, hell yeah, Joe, we want to wake up late because we're young. Because <laughs> we're all drinking and partying, and then we want to get <laughs> yeah. up. All right. Anyway, after the break, uh, callers, call into the show. Let us know what's the latest. <laughs> You'll go get breakfast, knowing that. It's in disarray. What's your favorite hotel meal, gang? Uh, call 1-800-953-WATS. Continental breakfast, yay or nay, give us a call. Let us know what you think. All right, that's more more Joe Matarese's comedy magic here. That's, oh, uh, now, you're thinking ahead. Oh, we sorry, a, we... I'll set this one up a little bit. Sure. Just because <laughs> this is, again, the, the mind of Matarese. Cat Williams was in the news this week. He did, like, sure the was. biggest podcast ever with Shannon Sharp. Yep. I, so I believe this is an older clip, but Joe thought to himself, hey, you know who does a Cat Williams impression? Let me throw it on TikTok. It's topical, baby. The kids are going to come look for Joe Matarese. Dude, all right. So now I have to read the hashtags he put underneath this. Yeah. Because I didn't even recognize that before. Yeah. He put hashtag Cat Williams, hashtag impression, hashtag Shannon Sharp, not mm-hmm. mentioned in this, hashtag Steve Harvey, hashtag Kevin Hart. Hashtag yep. Cedric the Entertainer. Hashtag stand-up comedy. <laughs> Don't hashtag stand-up comedy. Anyway, um, so yeah, you're exactly right about that. I could like, be onto something. People yeah. are going to be looking for <laughs> Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer and Kevin Hart, all this shit-talking this Cat Lee's was doing, and then none of that appears in this video. No. That's uh, you're thinking ahead. We haven't. We, we, we don't have a sponsor yet. <laughs> but when we get one, it will be a ball trimmer. <laughs> that's what we esteem to, right? That's a good word for me. We can only hope. We can, yeah, that's why I'm here. That's esteem. why I'm here. I'm gonna raise the bar. You know, the comedian has an esteem bit. Mike. What comedian talks like this and says esteem? It better be someone good. If this is, I'm gonna. Well, I guess it's not that good of an impression because the person you're talking to has no idea <laughs> what you're talking also, about. I don't remember. I don't think that's Cat Williams, like, get her done. I don't no. remember him saying esteem no, a lot. It's not. <laughs> it's the black guy who's the pimp on stage. Uh, Cat Damon. Williams. Cat Williams, motherfucking self-esteem. Okay. She said, I ruined her self-esteem. I said, the self-esteem is the esteem of your motherfucking self. How the fuck did I ruin it? Oof. Oh. 
and Joe has this like Opie quality where I guess to be fully fair to him, he the the caption is like my bad impression of right, Cat Williams. Yes, my terrible but impression. Right. I think it's kind of him be, like being like couching it in a way where it's like, hey guys, I don't think this is good, but is it? Maybe kind of a little bit. So I wasn't gonna do this, but I actually do a Joe Madaris impression. Ooh, yeah. So I thought maybe I would try that out okay. on the show now. Hey guys, I realize up until now my podcast about sucked, but that changes today. So, what do you want to talk about, Joe? Thank you. I knew it. I knew Thank it. You for joining it. us, I knew I nailed it. All right, one more from this hack, Joe. Yeah, this is back to the uh, original format. Sucks at fucking everything. <laughs> this guy's terrible. I gotta say, the best road coffee I find is Panera Bread. Am I the only Take one easy, that Joe. loves Jesus. when the coffee <laughs> is good and they just give you the cup and you can go get it like you're at a gas station, but the coffee tastes good. And then they actually have the half and half, the milk, oh, the skin please, Joe, milk, kids are the almond milk, the whole milk right there for you. That's a lot of varieties of milk this guy needs. I'll tell you what's hotter than Panera's coffee. It's this guy's takes. <laughs> Watch out. You're going to need a lot of whole milk to cool this Holy one off. Holy moly. <laughs> to put it in. Starbucks, you used to do that. And now, I don't know if this is just my Starbucks. You guys can answer. You can answer me on this post. They don't have any of the of the milks. And the half and halves. It's not out there anymore at Starbucks. Now you got to ask them and you got to hope they put the right amount in. Not a fan. Panera bread. Love the coffee. Hmm. Tastes good. And I mix a couple of flavors together. Wow. Pretty good stuff. There, there is part of Joe's mind too where he's like, I it's not I don't think they're gonna sponsor me, but maybe they reach out with a couple of gift cards, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I want to read a comment underneath this video. Okay. It happens to be the first comment I've ever put on a TikTok video in my life. <laughs> and it says, what a boring post, completely devoid of humor or personality. <laughs> From WATP show. This is what I've done to Carl. Send him posts so bad. <laughs> He's resorted to commenting on I, it. I would never do that. But Joe, you need to learn a lesson. This is brutal. Yeah, it's tough to watch because I'm sure Joe's a nice guy and everything. It's been tough no, to watch fuck him. Joe, fuck, I don't care if he's a nice fucking guy. He needs to get a real job. He needs to get out of the house, learn a skill, learn a trade, do something productive in society. Comedy's not for him. Podcasting, TikTok, not for him. It's been tough to watch him, like well into his fifties now, constantly try to find what his thing is. Is it be like he thinks it's being Italian sometimes? Yeah. Is it being mentally ill and addicted to the fucking antidepressants they give you? Uh, these have all been swings and misses, and now he's like, maybe I could be the Andy Rooney of this generation, where I tell TikTok about Panera coffee. Oh, it's so relatable, though. I mean, obviously that was the one thing I was like, okay, well. At least we've all been there. The guy makes good points. Yeah, we're, no one's going to argue that. All the, all the different milks that you can get. Oh, yeah. All the milk. I got to go to Panera Bread if yes. I want that. Fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> let's get over to Instagram real quick. Blinded like my mic. Don't be a douche. Instagram in the night. Pretty self-explanatory, so I'm just going to let it play. 
Okay. And then we can uh, react to it here. Call the police. You're really going to make them call the cops, lady? You're in the wrong. Just leave. Yes. yes, the cops were called at my show in Natick, Massachusetts last weekend. And, of course, my camera wasn't rolling, so I don't have the full footage. But I do have some video from Victor, who was in the crowd that night. Basically, the lady was offended by one of the jokes that the opener did, and she couldn't get over it for the rest of the show. So she started ruining the show for people around her. The venue tried to throw her out. She refused to leave, uh, and eventually the cops were called. So she stopped the show for a good 20 minutes. And uh, here's some of the highlights from that. Lady, lady, that was the opener. Okay, let me explain to you what happened. The opener, shut up. Shut up and let me explain something to you. I am telling you to shut up like everybody else in the room is telling you to shut up right now. I don't care. If you listen to the words, if you listen to the actual, no, listen, because you need to be educated on this. If you actually listen, no, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You, you listen. If you listen to the actual joke that the comedian said, the joke was that he would rather have been choked to death than say the word. Yet you heard the word, and you got triggered, and you couldn't have let any new information come in your brain. And that's pathetic. That's pathetic. Okay, so I think everyone followed what was going on there, right? Yeah, basically, this lady uh, heard so a comedian said the n-word. I'm assuming, or maybe I a assume, different yeah, slur. Some, some slur, yeah. And she called the police. <laughs> no, so I think that's where you're mistaken on this. Oh, okay. I think that the club had to call the police to remove her because she was refusing to leave the oh, club. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think that's what happened because the police, he's like, really, we got to get the police involved to get you out of here. You got to go lady. You're just disturbing. Okay. The everything. way he presented it made it seem like she was calling them or something. <laughs> that, would way, it is... <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> well, they said something that was very offensive and my shoes fell off. There's a man saying the N word here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> could you imagine if a police officer was just like, yeah, by the way, that happens to be every single stop I make. So yeah, so familiar. <laughs> with that word thank you though for that update yeah it is it is it is just funny to me and i guess maybe it's just because alcohol is involved and so there's nothing you can really do about it but it's wild to me the amount of people like i would say at every show there's at least one person maybe not to that extent that Mm. the show is to stop around them but there's always one person that just like doesn't get comedy but feels the need to make themselves the center of attention like even something as minor as i've been at shows where I remember one instance where there was a lady behind me and she's not like heckling or being rude. I mean, being, you know, like interrupting the show or anything, but every punchy line, she's going, Oh, yep. Exact. Oh yes, Ugh, absolutely. I hate that. And it's like, shit. no, no, you're supposed to laugh. This isn't, yeah, this isn't about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've told this story a million times, but um, I went and saw George Carlin and the way that George Carlin operates is when he goes out on the road, he does half material you've seen before and half mm-hmm. new stuff. And there's a lot of George Carlin fans in the audience. I know. Shocking. And yeah. some fucking numb nuts next to me wanted to yell at every punchline that he knew before George Carlin could. Oh, God. Like, who do you think you're helping with this? You're not singing along to a song at a concert, which, by the way, I also hate. But who the fuck do you think you're helping by yelling things out? You're just proving you're the biggest George Carlin fan. You know all the jokes. Yeah. Ugh. I saw... I think, oh, it was maybe Jimmy Carr a few weeks ago. Yeah. And Jimmy Carr just has like a very set up punchline style. Mm-hmm. And the guy in front of us was like guessing them. Oh, 
And it's like, Even what are you doing? Idea. Yeah, what are you Just doing? Just enjoy the fucking show. Yeah, this isn't a game. You don't win a prize. <laughs> yeah, right. It's nothing to be gained by doing this, sir. Right. Um, I got a couple of random things to play for you. As I've mentioned before, there is a Discord server. You can find it on whoarethese.com. It's free to join. And there's a channel in there dedicated to this show, Who Are These Socials? And I always check that channel. People post a lot of fun things in there. And so I have a couple of random things people posted in our Discord. And I believe we were, we played a video not too long ago about a Disney dating app. Does that ring a bell? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think this takes it to the next level, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Anyone who knows me and my long-term boyfriend know that we meet a lot of our friends online these days. We have made a ton of friends in the Disney community, a majority of which we have met on Swingers Upon Main. This is an <laughs> app for swingers by swingers. Swingers that love Disney. Ashley and I love to swing all over Walt Disney World Resort. The Grand Floridian. Main Street, USA. Cinderella's Castle. Space Mountain. And people love to drink around the world. Well, how about swinging around the world? <laughs> it's our favorite. Swing Upon Main has Disney lovers from all over the world. And we all just come together in the most magical place on Earth. And heck, why not call it the most fun place on Earth, too? We don't just trade pins at Magic Kingdom. We trade partners. Oh, boy! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can download the app Swing Upon Main today, they, and maybe we'll see they you They talked there. about this and on... And we'll show uh, you a whole new world. Have you heard about this? I like, I like that they work in the Disney catchphrases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they talked about this on KMS today. Oh, they And did. I think I must have missed... I thought they were talking about the Disney dating app that we talked about. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that they've advanced it. They've said, hey, listen, <laughs> that was a little bland for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun stuff. We need to ramp things up. So like we said, when we talked about the original app, it's like, why would you kind of hinge your entire relationship around going to Disney? If you want to swing with couples, why would it matter that they enjoy fucking Epcot? That, I don't understand that element of it. That might be fake. I just tried to go to the website. It didn't really work. Damn I, it. I don't know. <laughs> when we first started the show, Mike and I, we got... Uh, duped on a few things we've been pretty some, good lately got some yeah. criticism for it and lately i've been letting my guard down i, I forgot that i need to be vetting these things a little bit better <laughs> before I display them but okay so maybe that's a parody of the app that we saw maybe i don't know if it is, it they did a pretty subtle job of yeah it. i mean it could be real with 60 seconds it seems like something that they would do and it showed photos of i don't know whatever it shows photos of them fucking other couples at <laughs> yeah, Disney World. I mean, there was definitely <laughs> penetration going on, but that doesn't mean it's not fake. Okay, here's another video. This one I think is definitely real, but you be the judge. We'll see. Hi, we're doing a story time on our first date with laxatives. So the premise of this is that um, I was afraid to poop on our first date, and he spent the night, and I was like, I, I gotta poop. Yeah, next thing you know, I just said, hey. Why not just take a laxative? Because she had, like, Miralax in her little cabinet. So I was like, I'll take some with you. So, yeah, it kind of made us both comfortable with the fact that we had to poop. Um, it gave us no option but to poop. And mind you, I had a studio apartment. It's very small. Um, one bathroom. And it was pretty much a revolving door of shitting. It was like he would go in, and then I, I would go in after him. And it was just, yeah, constant. To be fair, she was the first one that went in, and after that, it was just, mm, 
It was a very stinky night, um, but it definitely broke down that barrier of being afraid to poop in front of each other because we just smelled each other's poopies for the first time on the first date, and that was terrifying, but also at the same time, you don't have that fear anymore, you know? Like, I just took a fresh dumpy about five minutes ago. So yeah, that's why we took laxatives on our first date. Um, exactly. Uh, I recommend you do this oh, on cute. any date that you feel like this person could be a potential lifelong partner. You want to break that barrier of awkward pooping right off the bat. So. And, and then, on your wedding day, you can get face-to-face toilets, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, face-to-face toilets. We're definitely going to be investing in that whenever we get a house one day. Oh, you scamps. <laughs> what do you think about that, Mike? I will say, much like the video we saw with the guy at the Buffalo Wild Wings, or the couple at the Buffalo Wild Wings, we can, of course, say that that's the kind of the natural reaction to say this is disgusting, obviously. Sure. But there is something beautiful. Like, clearly these people are soulmates, and there's something to be said for that. You know, like, the fact that these two people found each other <laughs> you is think they're gonna, You think they're going to make it work, huh? I you think so. They have no that, choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just find it incredible that on a first date, you wouldn't be able to shit before the date. I, that's not, I'm, I don't know. Maybe um, I don't have the same issues other people have, but uh, that's not one of the things that I worry about. Is I'm gonna have somebody over and then I'm gonna have to sh- shit, and then they're gonna smell my shit all night. <laughs> so let's get that out of the way. I just I'll shit a lot. You know how you're constantly every four hour window you have to take a big steaming shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not Vinnie Paulino, so no, I don't know what that's like. That's not a thing, but. Maybe I'm being too braggadocious with my not having to shit all the time, dog. You no always one, puffing your chest out. No one told me there was going to be boasting. All right, let's get into some Super Chats. Yay, Super Chats. The greater good, two bucks. I never lied, never done anything inappropriate. Skull, I know. He sounded like stuttering chat on that one. I'm perfect in every single way. You can check the, the record book. Not that one. Not that one. Don't look there. Uh, Hanovich, $5, says, I suppose that's fair. I want my custom jingle to shit on my younger brother. Love you, Mike. Hey, love you too, buddy. Is Hanovich giving us $25 or more? All right. I guess I can combine the two. It's not part of the rules, but mark Mm. that one down. Whoever's taking notes for us. Hanovich wants a uh, jingle to shit on. I mean, if we we don't have rules, then what do we have? This is going to be chaos. What is the younger brother's name, please? That would be helpful for this jingle. Simon343, Disney is responsible for creating furries. Is that right? I believe it. That sounds right to me. They should have a furry app then. They probably do. But I will say (laughs) that there's one rule we have on the show, and that is... Ain't no fact checking. So if you tell us something in a super chat, we'll believe you. And that'll be the new truth. It's just how this works. Absolutely. Next picks with 279. Why are swingers the most unfuckable people ever? Yeah, I always think about Brent Hatley when I think about swingers. And um, <laughs> it's just. Well, he, and that's the thing is, he's probably on the more attractive end. Well, of he's a lot, seven. You know what I mean? Like, According to him, he's a seven, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so nasty. Yeah. It really is just the grossest people who want to get together and fuck everyone. Right. Because I think attractive people don't have to have a club where they fuck other people. Like they can just do it, kind of discreetly. Right, yeah, right. You just know, <laughs> yeah. just know, no people in that community. You don't have to go to meetings for it. Right. Yeah. So that's probably why it works out that way. There's not an app for there isn't an app called Attractive People Hookup dot com. Like that, <laughs> they're already figuring that out on their own. So 
Yeah, they go to they go to islands and fuck children. What do you want? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what the beautiful people do. <sighs> if only there was an app for that. I mean, no, that's terrible, Mike. We don't endorse that type of behavior on this show. I don't care how many of our presidents did it. My apologies. All right. We got a, uh, a voicemail that came in. This is for WATS. Miguel from Michigan. Uh, and, you know, I got my Canadian brethren right across the river here for me. But I got to expose either their grift or their stupidity. Uh, on the super chats, yes, it does. The slider does go from 20 to 50. That's for everybody. But you can still type in $25. So no discounts for those Canucks, Carl. Don't fall for it. Mm. All right. See ya. All right. You filthy bastards. That actually uh, is good information to have because I was about to let it go and give these Canadians a discount. But they don't deserve no, a no. discount. Rule with an iron fist, Carl. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you had my back on this one. And thank had you. It too good for too long. Thank you, Miguel from Michigan. We have a uh, a lot of Latinos listening to the show, Mike. I, I have heard that, that on uh, WATP. I know that's a big thing. I could see you being big in that community. Yes, kind of like Morrissey. You know, it's one of those sure. things where it's a head scratch and you go, oh, they relate. I get it. I get it <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't even know what that means. Uh, blindmike.net <laughs> is where you want to go. It's a link tree. Oh, thank you. And it gives you the yes. links to all the things that Blind Mike is up to. Yes. And on uh, Why Are You Laughing This Week, big episode because the great Kirk Minahan joined us. And it's nice because I substituted Craig with a guy who's good at broadcasting and actually knows about the subject. So it was a real treat for everyone listening. Can I? Uh, uh, so make sure you go. Go check in real out. quick. I listened to that episode. I mm-hmm. thought it was fantastic about uh, All in the Family, Archie Bunker. Oh, thank you. And I enjoyed that quite a bit. What I really enjoyed about it is how no, no. nervous you were about wasting <laughs> Kirk's time. You're like, all right, I got, I got no. like three or four more clips, but we'll skip that one. I, and he's like, it's yeah. fine, Mike. I'm here. It's fine. We, we well, can do it every week. Drop. <laughs> The new drop they play on the show now is me going, what's, so what's next, Coleman? <laughs> what's next, Coleman? <laughs> yeah, what's right. next, Coleman? <laughs> yeah, you were just trying to get through it as quickly as possible. Hey. I, I don't know. Does, does Kirk reprimand you behind the scenes or something or maybe on the no, air? I think, he, I think he specifically said on the air, he's like, you know that I would have just like stuck around if you wanted me along. Like, I wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> yeah, he made but it I clear would... during the show multiple times as you were apologizing. Yeah. No, he said an hour. I got him out in an hour and two minutes. <laughs> so, if anything, I was tardy, and I deserve a beating for it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, it's, it's a great uh, episode. Yeah. So, so, that episode's up there, and we just recorded for um, uh, early access on Patreon and YouTube members, and it'll be out next week. Uh, Fez Watley f- fights and feuds. Um, so like some of Fez Watley's greatest rivalries from the Ron and Fez show. So if you guys want to check that out, that's why you're laughing. Blind Mike Project, Sunday at 10 a.m. Um, that'll be up early this week on Patreon and uh, uh, for YouTube members as well. So check those out. But yeah, blindmike.net is where you can find all those links. And of course, whoarethese.com is where you can find all the things that are doing with who are these socials, who are these podcasts, and who are these broadcasters. This Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern programming note, everyone. Who are these broadcasters? We'll have Jackie the Joke Man Martling joining the show. Really? Yes. So that's very exciting. Jackie <laughs> the Joke cool. Man making it on the, the Who Are These Network, the Carl Network, as Vinny calls it. Uh, of course, thecreepoff.com. Don't forget that. Hmm. Will they ask him about John at all? Oh, my gosh. I, I said I go, I might have to join you guys on this episode because I, yeah. I got a few <laughs> questions about one of his coworkers from back in the day. Yeah, I would think that so. I might have. No, I don't. I don't want to do it to Jack. He's a sweet guy, and it's very nice of him to come on the show. 
And so we'll see. We'll see what they talk about. Right? Christian's got a whole thing planned out for that. So that'll be fun. Also, patreon.com slash where these podcasts. We do two bonus shows every month. One will be recorded after this, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. I'm getting together with Dick and Sean from The Dick Show. And we're going to go through uh, a couple of fun shows. Swipe Fat, the uh, Financial Feminist audiobook. Getting into more of that. And I'm also going to uh, spring some of my new favorite queer kid stuff on them. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can't wait to see how Dick reacts to that. That should be fun. And of course. There's Carl indoctrinating kids all over the <laughs> <you> internet. <laughs> and of course, guys, WATPlive.com. There's also a link from our homepage on whoarethese.com. And you can get tickets for our show in Largo, Florida, just outside of Clearwater in Tampa. That is March 22nd. What better place to be than Tampa it, near the end of March? It's going to be beautiful down there. It's going to be a party. We're putting on a show. We got Tukey and Cardiff coming in, all of the WATP favorites who are on the show regularly. Uh, Lucy Tightbox will be there. There's a win a date contest surrounding that. And the ROTC boys will be there as well. Royce Ooh. and Mersh will be on the show. So think about uh, grabbing some tickets for that WATP live dot com all right you ready to uh oh you know what there's a couple more super chats came in well let's finish up then. while we were talking dang lizard love bm's new show how to read a room through emf i don't know i don't know the last one. part yeah i don't know emf <laughs> uh and then turbo 7049 again five bucks it doesn't matter how much you give carl doesn't play your jingles anyway i was you know here's the other rule that i've i've not said but it needs to be implemented $25, we make you a personalized jingle, and we appreciate yeah. that. That's awesome. Absolutely. But then after that, it's got to be more than two bucks to play the personalized jingle. I mean, these, these jingles go on for quite a while. <laughs> so Turbo7049, you definitely qualify with that super chat, and you get it, buddy. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Turbo7049, who is a master dabbler, as a reminder for everyone that Shuli sucks and Vinny is fat. Michael C says, can we win a blind date with Mike? I get it. A blind date. <laughs> sure. Your girlfriend ever make that joke? No, but I do love puns. So uh, I set it up pretty funny. and I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's worth the bit because of the pun. So we'll definitely do that. But Mike is informed me he's not going past second base. He'll round the base, but he's not wow. getting to third. Tug your prick a little bit, but yeah. Oh, well, never mind. I, I stay corrected. <laughs> <laughs> my, my fault. I guess uh, you and I had a different conversation about that. Mm. All right. I, I guess we could probably wrap things up at this point. All right. right? See you never, folks. Who are these socials? That's what this audience wants to hear. They're like, whoa. Who are these socials? I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you were about to see is real. With Carl. Okay. We got it. And blind Mike. Who could have thought of that? Daddy.